Okay, so Nunayimabes, uh, we did the mission a couple of times already. We discussed the halachas of Awa and the Regal. The Karbanos that are directly related to the Regal are divided evenly amongst all the different Mishmaros, all 24 Mishmaros, and the Karbanos that are not related to the Regal, um, that are regular Karbanos and Dharma and Davais, Korban um, Tamid, etc., those go to the family that was uh, to fall out during the week of the Regal. Uh, so we'll just start with the Gemara, uh, five lines from the bottom, Nunayimabes. Uh, Emure Regalim. We said in the Gemara, in the Mishnah, that the Emuri Regalim um, are divided evenly amongst the Mishmaros. The problem is, is that, as far as we know, the Emurim are the parts of the Korban that get burnt up completely. So how do you divide those up? Emuri Regalim, Shogavonin, those belong to Gavoa, to up above, which means they belong to Hashem. So what does that mean, you divide them evenly amongst the Mishmaros? Amar of Chista, no, Emurim here is a different word. It's Masha Amur B'Regalim, that which has been said to be brought during the Regalim, that's what's divided up. So basically, the Gemara is just answering that uh, there's two different words that word mean emurim. Emurim is either the parts of the korban of a regular korban that get burnt up, or emurim are those that are said to be brought in a regal. Those are divided up evenly um, amongst all the mishmaros. Tanurabon, minayin shekol mishmaros shavos beimurim harigal. How do we know that the kohanim from all the different mishmaros can all have a shot, have a crack at taking the korbanos? First of all, bringing them, and second of all, eating them. Um, when it comes to the regalim, the pasuk says they could come whenever the heart desires. Avas, like I said yesterday, is the same shor as the word taiva. They call avas nafsha. They come whenever the heart desires v'sheris, and they could serve. So there's a pasuk in the Torah that's telling us there's some time during the year. We'll define when in a second that a kohen could simply come along and say, even though it's not my shift, I want to serve and I want to eat. So we're going to say that's referring to the regalim. So you, now the Gemara responds back to that. Yachal ath bishar yemos hashana came. Maybe you'll say all year round. If we have a pasuk that says that whenever they want they can come serve, so maybe it's not necessarily just a reference to the regal. Maybe it's all year round. No, says the Gemara. No, tamalomer mi echad she'arecha. You have to look at the rest of the pasuk that it says when they come into one gate. And I only said this halacha, that the Kohanim can come and serve whenever they want, at a time that Klai Yisrael all come into one gate, and as Rashi helps us understand, one gate means that all of Klai Yisrael are joined together in one city. So at the time of the year that all of Klai Yisrael are joined together in one city, that's the time of the year the Kohanim can come along and say, I want to go ahead and serve, I want to go ahead and eat, even if it's not my Mishmar. But that's how we know that on a Regal, you divide up all the Karbanos evenly amongst all the different Mishmars. Okay. I'm looking, I'm, just, I'm, looking, I'm looking at the full puzzle on the side, and it, it talks about a levy in there. Is that just saying, like, when the levy's coming, that's what that's, that's the same time that everybody else is coming? Yeah, yeah. I mean, levy, I mean, don't forget Kwan and from Sheva Levi. So that, that, that's, that was Tag referring to Kwan. Yeah. I believe so. Okay. Okay, so, so it says the Gemara Vaitar, Uvechilu Lechem Apanim, then we mentioned the Mishnah, they also evenly divide up Lechem Apanim. You have to keep in mind that Lechem Apanim is actually a little bit of a Chiddush, because if we establish that the rule is they evenly divide the Karbonus that are related to the Regal, but everything that's not related to the Regal, they do not divide evenly. Lechem Apanim has nothing to do with the Regal. Lechem Apanim do every single week all year round. So this is a special drasha we're learning, that even though the Lechem Apanim is not directly related to the Regal, they're still going to divide that up evenly. So Tanar how do you know that all the Mishmaros, all 24 shifts, equally divide up the Lechem HaPanim? Portion 
like a portion they eat. And how do we darshan that? If they have a chedek in the avoida, they also have a chedek in the achila. Now, we don't know yet what this pasuk is referring to. So, umay achila, what achila are we referring to here? If you're going to tell me it's referring to the eating of the karbanas, but that can't be true. You got it from the pasuk We already have it from a different pasuk that simply says, to the kohen that brings it, he gets to eat it. So we already have a pasuk by Korbanos that if you bring it, you get to eat it. But how do we know then what the pasuk of Chedek Chedek is referring to? Ela lechem apanim. It must be referring to lechem apanim that all the kohanim that are involved in the avoda get to eat the lechem apanim. So since on the regel, all the kohanim from all the mishmaros get to do the avoda, they all get an equal portion of the lechem apanim as well. So now the gemara says, okay, fine. Now that we've established Chedek Chedek, yachol af bechovos abos shalomach maseregel beregel. Maybe you think to say then, you know what? Stop with this focus on just karbonos related to the regal. Maybe even all the karbonos that are a chova, that are obligation, that are not even because of the regal, on a regal, you divide evenly amongst all the mishmaros. If you're dividing up the lechem upon him, which is not directly related to the regal evenly, maybe all the regular karbonos that are not because of the regal. Let's divide those up evenly. So it says the Gemara, good point, if it wouldn't be for the following drasha. Talmud Loimar, levad mim karov alavois that this rule, that you divide things evenly, is to the exclusion of those things, we divide a memkarov as a deal, and avos, not as um, the Avon Sikhanyako, but a reference to ancestors, that you divide evenly everything except that which was a deal by your ancestors. What was the deal of the ancestors of the Kohanim? Ma machra avos what was the deal that the avos made with each other? The deal was, ani I will have my week, you have your week, don't touch. Which again was just a happens to be just a smart thing to do is that first of all it saved them from going to Yushalayim, you know, all the time. It's not probably not easy to travel from across the country to Yushalayim, unless I don't know if it's an indication actually you know Dafka now doesn't say I don't know if it's an indication that the Kohanim Dafka live near Yushalayim. They didn't, because they had the Levium cities around the country. So they didn't have their own portion. Um, you know, only Yehud and Binyamin were right around the base of Migdash, so they had to travel there. So they made a deal with each other. We'll all travel um, in a 24-week cycle, and just do me a favor. You know, when it's our turn, it's our turn. Don't touch it, and I won't touch your turn. So that's the deal that they had with each other. So when it came to the Lee of the Regal, like I said before, all the Karbanos related to the Regal, they divided evenly. But when it came to all the regular Karbanos, whoever it was their week, it was their week and only their week. Okay. Yes. Yes, sir, of course. So I don't quite understand. So now I'm going back on it. So does that mean that when they divided it up and we said 10 over here and 2, etc., and we had 2 left over and everyone had, except for the last day, each, each, each Mishmar did its own uh, carbonate for, for that? Because when we did it, I thought it was just the main, the main, the shape, the, the Mishmar, which had that happened to pull out. No, they, they, they did the avoda too. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, I didn't, I didn't get that earlier. Thank you. Okay, no problem. Okay, here we go. So let's go bite. So now we said about Sarah's Omer So let me just get up in this uh, this page over here that I started showing you yesterday. It's the screen share. Um, okay, here we go. So now we're having a machlekes between Rav and Rabbi Barachana that when you make a bracha in the sukkah of Leishim and Shechian, what's the order? So says the Itmar. Rav Amar Sukkah Ba'achakach Zman. Rav says that first you say Leisha Ba'sukkah and afterwards you say the Bracha of Shechianu. 
Rabba Barbarachana Amar Zman Rachagach Sukkah. First you say the Shechianu, and after you say the Bracha of Sukkah. Those are the first two lines of the sheet. If you're looking at them, what's the reason? Rabba Amar Sukkah Rachagach Zman, Chiyuvah Diyoma Adif, that just the obligation of the day takes precedence. It's the special Bracha of the day. And therefore, you say the Lishay first. Rabba Barbarachana Amar Zman Rachagach Sukkah. You say Shechianu first. Why? Tadr Vashayna Tadr Tadr Kaidem. We have a general rule that when you have two mitzvahs in front of you, one of them is more, um, not, uh, not, how do I translate it best? Common. More common throughout the year. Common is a good word to say it. Yeah, common is a good way to say it. More common throughout the year than the common one goes before the one that's less common. Again, it's the easiest example to always give is the reason why we put on our, um, t- our talus before our tefillin every single morning is because our talus is seven days a week, our tefillin are six days a week. And therefore, you put on your talus before your tefillin, tader v'sheinu tader, tader kaidem. So therefore, Rabbi Barachana says, well, if you have a choice between shechianu and leishim, and shechianu, we say throughout the year, it's more common, as opposed to leishim, which is a once-a-year mitzvah, um, it makes sense to do shechianu first. And that's the machlech, yes. Now, the Gemara, like I said at the end yesterday, before we, we didn't have a chance to go weiter, was we're going to try to link the machlokas Rav and Rabbi Barachana with the machlokas between Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel, who are debating in general when you say Kiddush, what's the order of when you say Kiddush? You know, you have, to, you have the, so to speak, the bracha part of Kiddush, the Kiddush part of Kiddush, and you have just the simple Brei What's the order? You say the Brei first and then the bracha of the day, or do you say the bracha of the day first and then Brei So it says the Gemara Vaita. The plukta, so lema, the second to the last thin line, last word, lema rav v'rabba barachana, let's say, that the machlokas of Rab and Rab Barachana did plukta the Beishama basically are having the same argument that Beishama and Beishela have. The Tanarabon, as the rabbis teach us. The Varim Shebein Beishama Beishela. There is a Gemara, there's a Gemara in Brachos, it's also in Pesachim, that lists off multiple differences between Beishama and Beishela when it comes to Allah's of Hadav Asuda. We're only going to talk about one of them now, but this is just the intro. The Varim Shebein Beishama Beishela Besuda. One of them is Beishama Om Mevarech Alayoim. He says, make a bracha on the day, and then make a bracha on the wine, which is the Brevi Agafin. That's what I have here on the, on the page. And Basil says, no, you first say Brevi Agafin, and then you continue with the rest of the Kiddush. Okay, so just look on the page that I put up for you. We're going to try to link these two machlekeses that Rav says, Leishev, go before Shechianu, and Rabbi Barachana says, Shechem before Leishev, and Beishamai says, the Yom ben Hagafin, and Basil says Agafen, then the Yom. So why do they? Why let's just focus in on Basil Beisham? Why they say what they say? Beishamai Omrim Mivarich Ala Yom Vachem Mivarich Ala Yayim. Beishamai says the reason why you make a bracha on the day and then after you say the Brevi Agafen Shehayoyim Goyim LeYayim Sheyavoy. It's only because it's a special day that it caused that you need wine in the first place. If it wouldn't be a Shabbos, if it wouldn't be a Yantiv, if it wouldn't be whatever the example is, you wouldn't be drinking a special cup of wine to say Kiddush. And therefore, focus in on that this, it's a special day, that Garim, the word Garim is caused, Layayin Sheyavoy. Vikvar Kiddush Hayyim. And yet to keep in mind, by the time you're saying Kiddush, Kiddush Hayyim means the day itself was already sanctified, the day already came in. Therefore, it's already a special day. That special day is what causing and triggering the obligation to go ahead and and say Kiddush. So therefore, we should focus first on the day, and then after it, say the Brei Piyagafen. So again, let me read that again inside. So, The day causes that wine comes. 
and the day has already become sanctified, and the wine didn't come yet. So it's almost like, go chronologically, first the day became holy, that triggered an obligation to have wine, and therefore Bishami simply says, make the bracha on the day, and afterwards make the bracha on the wine. Ubeshilayim. Seriously, technically speaking, the second the day begins, we have a chiyuv of kiddush at that second, don't you? Well, yes, and no. You have to have a mariv, you know. But you're never, you're never, you're never going to get it. That you know, at the end of the day, yes, you're right. But even if that's true, even that millisecond, you, you know, the day has to come first. And besides, the, besides that, you have a mariv first anyway. So regardless, you know, you you're going to have right, right, right. And I think on top of all that, you know, if it wasn't a special day, you wouldn't be saying a special kiddush. So it makes sense to kind of focus on the day that triggered the kiddush before anything else. So when, 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 when Shabbos, in general, on a general week, when Shabbos begins, the Chiyu for Kiddush, it begins one after... Uh, you have to be Mechabal Shabbos. You know, even if you make early Shabbos, you still, you still are Mechabal Shabbos. Right. You're not Mechabal Shabbos. It's not so simple. Okay, fine. So that is the opinion of Beis Shammai. Ubeis Hillel, Beis Hillel says, No, no. You make the Bari Piyad Guffin first, then you go on with the rest of the Kiddush. Why? So he gives two reasons. One is shayayin garim lekidusha shetayamer. First of all, wine causes kiddush to be said, and what he means simply put here is that if you don't have any wine, um, and Rashi does point out that if you don't have wine, you could use bread. There's other things you could use as a substitute. The point being, if you have nothing to make the kiddush on, then you don't make kiddush. That's the technicality. So if you don't have anything to make kiddush, then you don't say kiddush. So we, we, we favor the bracha on the wine first because the wine is actually, in essence, causing the kiddush to happen because if you wouldn't have the wine, there would be no kiddush. So first of all, shayayin garm the kiddush shetayomer. And davar acher, another reason why the bracha of the wine is going to go before the bracha of the rest of kiddush is bircha shayayin tadira, bircha shayayim ene tadira. Tadir v'shayin tadir, tadir kaidan. Again, just reapplying the yisod that we know about, being that a bracha on wine is something that we do all the time. You don't just limit it to Shabbos, you know. <laughs> Not speaking for myself, but other people, <laughs> they don't limit it just to Shabbos. Um, but, uh, and therefore we apply the rule, tadr shayna, tadr, tadr, Okay, so let's just summarize Beishamai and Beishillel, and then we're going to try to put these two shittas together. Beishamai says, make the bracha of the yoyim before the bracha of B'yayi because the day generates the Chiyav of having Kiddush in the first place. And Beis Hillel says, no, make the Beri Piyagafen before the Yom, for two reasons. One of them is, without wine, there would be no Kiddush. And second reason is, Tadr V'Shem Tadr Tadr Kaidem. And again, without seeing it inside, we'll see it inside in a second. It's just easy to try to put these together, because let's put Rabbi Barachana together with Beis Hillel. Rabbi Barachana says, Shechino first because of Tadr V'Shem Tadr. And Beis Hillel says, let's do Agafen first because of Tadr V'Shem Tadr Tadr Kaidem. So therefore, we'll line up Rabbi Barachana with Beis Hillel, and therefore, it seems to be Rav and Beishamai are ignoring the rule of Tadr Shein Tadr. I'm not saying ignoring, that's not a nice way to say it. They are doing an override of Tadr Shein Tadr and saying there's a special um, reason why we're going to override Tadr Shein Tadr. So the Gemara is going to simply suggest, let's say Beishamai and Rabbi Barachana are the same, and let's say that Be- um, um, Rav and Beishamai are the same, because they're the ones who allow things to do an override of Tadr Shein Tadr. That makes sense so far, before I go inside? Shouldn't be too complicated. Okay, so now the Gemara is just going to speak out the linking of these two Machlechuses. Lema, let's say, Rav, the Amr Kibeshamai, Rav, who does not say Tadr Shana Tadr, rather, the midst of the day is first, and therefore, Leishe Bichachianu, is the Kibeshamai, and Rabbi Barachana, the Amr Kibeshamai, and Rabbi Barachana is the Kibeshamai. There you go. 
So the Gemara, in its classic sense, is going to now to try to wiggle out of this. It says the Gemara back, no. Amr lecha, Rav. Rav says back, Amna the Amri Afilu Basil. So let's look at Rav on our page over here, the word document. Rav, who does not say Tatar Shayna Tatar Tatar Kaidam, says, Don't box me in to be just like Beishamai. I could even work like Beishilo. I mean, the very same Beishilo that said what he said by a regular Kiddush could still agree with me that on Sukkis, you say the Leishi before Shechiano. So, okay, how do we do that? The Gemara will speak it out. So, I'm going to I'm not the Amri Afilu Beishilo. I could say even like Beishilo. Why? Ad Kan Lok Amri Beishilo Hasam. Until now, Beis Hillel only said what he said there by a Kiddush, Elisha Yain Garm the Kiddush So he basically, what he does is, is he ignores the Tadvish and the Tadar reason. He said there's two reasons. Beis Hillel said what he said because of a different reason altogether. That without wine, there would be no Kiddush. There's a special, special reason why you make the Brepiyar Gavim before the rest of the Kiddush is a simple lambdas of without wine, there would be no Kiddush. But that has no bearing on the order of Leishev and Shechianu. But here, when it comes to Sukkot, if you would not have Shechianu, you wouldn't make a bracha of Leishev HaSukkah? So when it comes to a Kiddush, says Beis Hillel, that Gavah goes first, because if it wouldn't be for wine, there would be no Kiddush. But when it comes to Sukkot, if there would be no Shechianu, you would still have Leishev, so therefore there's no problem putting Leishev first. And that's why Rav feels he's compatible both with Beisham and Beisil. There's no problem with his compatibility with Beishamai, but at first we thought Beisil and Rav don't fit with each other. And Rav is saying, no. There's a special reason why Beisil made Agafen first. Nothing to do with Tadir. But that reason does not apply to Leishim and Shechiano. And therefore I'm allowed to say what I'm saying. Um, we're good? I'll read that again. Three lines up. I'm on the Rav. Rav says, I know the army I feel the I could say and I could be compatible even with Basil. Because I'd can look army Basil Hassan El Shayan Garm the Kiddush Shatiamir. Until now, Basil only said what he said by Kiddush that Agafin goes first because the wine causes Kiddush to be said. Avalhaka, but here, when it comes to Sukkis, Ilavzman, Milamina Sukkif, it wouldn't be for Shekhianu, would you not say the Brach of Leshev? And therefore, I can make it Leishev is first because the Leishev doesn't need a Shechiana before it. And therefore, I can allow myself to say the rule of the midst of the day is more significant. Hope that's clear. I'm not getting indication from the crowd, but uh, thumbs up from somebody. If not, I can explain it again. No, I, think it's, I think it's good. Okay. If it's not, please let me know. Um, okay. Says the... Um, says the Gemara Vaitra, so now that Rav proved that he's compatible with both, um, Rabbi Baruchana wants to join the group as well and say, don't block me, lo, don't lock me in just the base Hillel, I can fit even with Beis Shammai. So let's read that inside the Gemara now. I just lost the place for a second. The Rabbi Baruchana, Chana's last word of the line, about uh, ten wide lines down. Rabbi Baruchana, Omar Lecha Anna. The Amri Afilu Beishamai. I can even fit with Beishamai. Why? I can't do Amri Beishamai until now. Beishamai only said what he said by Kiddush Hasam there. Elosh Hayom Garn Liyansh Yavo. There's a special reason why Beishamai said what he said. That if it wouldn't be for that special day, you wouldn't be saying Kiddush at all. So he had a special lumdis. So that's why he said what he said. But that's why it was an override of Tadosh and Tadosh. Avahacha Ilav Sukkah. If here, if it would not be for Sukkah, Milo Amrinan Zman, would we not say Zman? 
So again, very simple. Beishameh would not allow the special bracha of, um, would not allow, sorry, the, the, Beishameh needed the, the bracha of the day to be first, because the day triggered the obligation to say Kiddush uh, completely. But when it, Rabbi Barachana says, when it comes to the order of Shechianu and Leishev, the Leishev doesn't trigger the Shechianu, like we had established already, even if you don't have a sukkah at all, you're stuck in the middle of nowhere and you have no sukkah, you still say Shechianu. So therefore the Shechianu, so to speak, stands alone. You don't need a Leishev to say Shechianu. And if so, why not apply the rules Tadr, Shechianu, Tadr, Tadr, Kodam? So let me just explain more clearly. Rabbi Barachana and Beishamai both agree that something called Tadr, Shechianu, Tadr, Tadr, Kodam. You can't argue on that. The question is, there are some times that there are very important factors that we have to factor in that will say to us, no, don't apply Tad there, and instead, go ahead and do something else. We actually just had this about a blot ago when it came to the order of the Shira um, that they sing, um, when it came to the Karbanos of Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh falling out together, um, that we went ahead and did the Rosh Chodesh one first, despite the fact we normally say Tad Rishen and Tad because there was a compelling reason over here. So says Rabbi Barachana, normally Tadr Vashenu Tadr Tadr Kaidim, and therefore we're going to do Shechiyana before Aleshev. Beishamai, however, when it comes to regular Kiddush, says we can't say Tadr Vashenu Tadr Tadr Kaidim because there's a compelling reason to do otherwise, because if it wouldn't be for the special day, you wouldn't be saying Agafen at all. You wouldn't be making a Kiddush at all. Okay, fine. So Beishamai has an override over there. But when it comes to Sukkot, where there's no reason to go ahead and say Leishev before Shechianu, because we don't need a Leishev to say Shechianu, let's stick with the default rule of Tadr Shechianu, Tadr, Tadr, Kaidim. So are we saying that Tadr is a very weak rule? I wouldn't say it's very weak. I, you know, it could be that other reason's very strong. <laughs> you know, but it, it's like a... It's a I, I yeah. I don't mean it's weak, it's at the bottom of the hierarchy. It's yeah, and, and the higher... Yeah, yeah, well, we're, yeah. and we've already seen a couple of times that it's not the highest thing in the hierarchy. Yeah, that's hundred percent true. It's almost like it's like a default setting, so to speak. That unless you have a compelling reason otherwise, that this is going to be um, this is going to be the factor that you use. You know, I, I'm, I don't know why my mind's going to this, but when it comes to Hilchos Brachos, there's a whole hierarchy of factors when you have to make a decision of Iker and Tafel. That you have two foods in front of you, or they are mixed together. Which food do you make the bracha on first? Uh, there's, a, there's a million contributing factors of how to decide what to do it, and we actually have a hierarchy, which is the most uh, you know, con- significant contributing factor. Actually, Now, another idea comes to mind as well, is what side of the doorway to put the mezuzah. So the, the Shulchan Aruch and all the other story give us a very clear list of rules of how to decide which side of the doorpost to put the mezuzah on, and primarily, without getting too complicated, it just goes based on the traffic flow of your house. But then the Gemara says, and the Shulchan Aruch says, let's say you just can't figure out the most common traffic flow of your house, what should you do at that point? Says the Shulchan Aruch, just figure out which way the hinge of the door is on, and depending on which way the door swings, just go ahead and put the mezuzah base on the door hinge. So again, the door hinge policy is, so to speak, the last like tiebreaker that we have. If you don't have any other contributing factors, then just use the door hinge as a proof one way or the other. And I think over here also, when it comes to when you have two misses in front of you, trying to decide what to do first, if there's other compelling reasons, we'll listen to those compelling reasons, but if there are no other compelling reasons, then the default setting is, is Tadr V'Shenu Tadr, Tadr Kaidu. So that's exactly what Rabbi Barachan is saying. Rabbi Barachan is saying that when it comes to Sukkot, there's no reason why we should not say Shechem before Leishev. And therefore, let's use a default setting of Tadr. But he says, Certainly, I fit with Beis Hillel, because Beis Hillel is using Tadr Vashem and Tadr Kaidim, but I can even fit with Beis because Beis just held, there's an override in this particular case. But otherwise, you'd agree with me that we would say Shechiyana before Leishev. 
So um, just to summarize where we are right now, is that we had a Machlokas Rav and Rabbi Barachana on the order of Leishev and Shechianu. The Gemara wanted to suggest that the Machlokas Rav and Rabbi Barachana is the same Machlokas of Beis Shammai Beis Hillel when it comes to the order of Hagafen and the rest of Kiddush. The Gemara, and again, the way we try to link it up was Rav with Beis Shammai and Rabbi Barachana with Beis Hillel. And the Gemara rejected it by saying that Rav felt very um, insulted that you felt he only worked with Beis Hillel, that with Beis Shammai, he felt he could work with both. And Rabbi Barachana did the same thing. He said, don't block me in just to be like uh, Beis Hillel. I can work with Beis Shammai as well. So that also, is... as far as the rules of Tadir, so in the context of, let's say, um, Shalash Ragon, are we looking at it based on the frequency, the amount of times it's being said, or the reason, meaning is it one holiday or is it seven or eight days? Okay, good, excellent. So, so that, that's why I, I shifted my translation in English from frequent to common. Because it could very well be you say more lay shaves on sukkahs and you say shechayinos all year round, but at the same time, this is all a, a once a year opportunity to say a lay shave as opposed to shechayinu, which you have in Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and on sukkahs and on you know Pesach and on Shavuos and you have it throughout the year. So therefore, shechayinu may not be more frequent, but it's more commonly done throughout the entire year, and that's the reason why. You know why Shechiano goes first, even if you technically could make more lashes. So yeah, you're you're 100 right. It's just it's not necessarily the sum total how many times you're doing it. It's just how common it is throughout your you know your regular routine. Uh, there are other examples of that. I'm just trying to think of the example I can think of offhand. Um, I'm having a hard time jogging my memory, but I do have other examples where tadir is more avoid of frequency of, of common than being actually frequent, um, and uh, you know it's important to keep that in mind. Um, no, but the truth is, the truth is, if you're making a chef, you know, and every time you buy um, something significant, a new suit, a new car, um, you know, there, then it, for sure, even even the translation of frequent should work because you definitely do that more than you say a lay shave. Um, that's true in 2020. <laughs> that's not true in the times of the Gemara. The reason why they, the the reason why they used to make a bracha on suits and we don't do it anymore is they bought a new suit every five years, and uh, they didn't have access to new fruits other than. Like once a year in Rosh Hashanah. So, I mean, again, it could be you'll make Borshechianos, like Rafi is saying, then you'll make uh, Leishev, but it's definitely not a given. And I, and I think I think the Iker Lamta is that even if you know for a fact you will make more Leishev than you'll make Shechianos, I think the Lacha still is that Shechianos Tadr and Leishev is less Tadr. I'm pretty sure that's still how it would play out. Um, okay, it's 7.59, and we're at a good stopping point. Okay, fine. So we'll stop here. Please do your Chazara today. Um, I think we should get that back on the WhatsApp group. Um, I do want to ask, you don't have to answer me right now, is I'm open, if anyone would like to join, to do a, uh, a 15-minute Musr Seder before the 7.30 shear in the morning. Uh, private message me if anyone's interested in doing that, and uh, I'd be open myself to doing such a thing. We can figure out the safer um, if you are interested. Okay, have a great day.